The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, MASH Minute. Welcome back to MASH Minute! We are back from our vacation. We are back into this movie. This movie being, of course, the 1970 Robert Altman film MASH, and we, consisting of myself, Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. And we have Liz Whitaker back in the studio today. Wow, I'm like really punchy. You give me a week <laughs> off and I'm just like, you know, hey. give me a microphone with a cord attached. <laughs> but yes, we've reconvened to keep talking about the movie MASH. The movie MASH. It was the movie MASH. Sorry, that was... And once I started, I it had to keep going. It was a box office smash. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! So, for those who need a refresher, this is the movie that inspired the TV show based on the book. You know what? I'm not going to go over it all. Just go listen to the 69 episodes we already put out. Because <laughs> today, we're just going to jump right in with Minute 70. It's an argumentative minute. It starts with Trapper arguing they have to continue the operation. And it ends with the boys arguing if Hot Lips is a real blonde. Mad at myself because I was trying to use Houlihan in all my notes, but it definitely says Hot Lips. Mm. I've been Mm. corrupted. It's pervasive, that patriarchy. (laughs) The pervasive patriarchy. Yes. (laughs) It's on full display in this minute, isn't it? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Really but this minute starts with a really great Radar moment. He That's true. does save the day. Radar literally saves the day. As Hawkeye and Trapper are arguing that they don't have enough blood to continue the operation, Trapper basically says, Liz, what you were saying. Now's the time to take our shot. We got to shoot crap. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, like, sometimes you just got to do it and hope for the best. <laughs> I mean, do your best. You gotta be surgeons. Radar comes running up with a bottle of the type of blood that they need. It's been cross-matched. I love that Hawkeye's almost laughing when he's like, he said he didn't have any, and Radar's response is, I found a donor. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, found him. Yep, technically accurate, yes. (laughs) This is one of my favorite Radar moments in the movie, and I think this sort of thing is why Radar is the character that they carried over to the show. Because they put a lot of Boone into the TV Radar. Mm. But Boone's not as crafty as, yeah. as Radar is. I think they wanted the sneaky one who would take blood from Blake while he was sleeping. And that's what we partly got. <laughs> with weird sections of Nivete just to make it better for certain storylines. Yeah, <laughs> Radar was what they needed him to be any given week. Yeah. <laughs> Radar and Hawkeye's family back home fluctuated as necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and Klinger's too, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but Klinger's you could always explain away as like, well, he had so many crazy stories. That's true. Like, maybe. 
Yeah, Liz, you mentioned you had watched the show. Would you have said you were a MASH fan? Like, did you really know? No, I was very young and had no real clue what was going on. And I probably haven't seen it since I was very, very young. I keep wanting to rewatch it, but I haven't been able to find anywhere to stream it. Hulu. It's on Hulu? It's on Hulu. It moved around a little bit, though. And then for a while, Hulu had the rights and didn't have it on, and all the MASH fans were kind of like, what the fudge? <laughs> like, you have the rights to just play it. We we need our MASH. Gotta have oh. my MASH. I need my MASH. Give it to me. <laughs> no, please keep in mind, MASH was produced by 20th Century Fox. Fox is now owned by Disney. Ergo, Margaret Houlihan is a Disney princess, right? Like, we all know Ooh. that. <laughs> Wait, is that... Please don't tell me Disney will try to make MASH into some sort of theme park, though, because I don't know Ooh, if we can handle that. Nobody wants that. That's nobody dark. wants that. Dear, dear Disney, don't. Please don't. Even, even me, who is planning multiple trips to MASH sites doesn't want that. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see the swamp someday if the Smithsonian ever puts it back on display, but oh, yeah. But that's about as much of my like closest idea to a theme park I want to go. I don't want yeah. them to do like a Star Wars like, let's make a whole theme park, like just, just Yeah, no. no thank you. No thank you. That's just a war zone. We have enough of those on this earth. We don't need fake ones. No, Smithsonian owns the swamp and an O and the OR. And oh, they right. are yeah. somewhere in a basement under Washington, DC right now. Klinger's Mud Hens jersey and a martini glass were on display. I know I've seen those and I've seen the signpost, but that's that's all I've seen. But there are many replicas. And I know where one of the helicopters is, and I know where the filming locations were, so I'm really excited to go exploring. I mean, I would be anyway, but I'm especially excited <laughs> to go exploring. I got to talk about MASH, because it's kind of my jam, as you may have guessed by now. But yeah, I don't want Disney MASH. I just want no. them to own it and make it available and make jokes about Margaret being a princess. And the, you know, how horrible might the Barbie doll adaptation of Margaret end up looking? And please don't do the 80s Farrah Fawcett haircut, because I can't even handle it. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to find a poster of that for you now. (laughs) Just to torture you. Just to torture me. Well, speaking (sighs) of mesh scenes, this is a pretty infamous one. It cuts to them sitting alongside the river, and next to the river is a crashed MASH helicopter. That Which is makes actually... me wonder how long it had been there. <laughs> oh, I can tell you that it wasn't there before April 1969, because this <laughs> oh, helicopter crashed during filming, and oh. Altman said, leave it there. <laughs> So I don't know where this scene was originally supposed to take place. I wonder. Oh, let me check my little Russian. I was gonna website. say. I was gonna say. <laughs> what, what did your Russian script say? Well, I guess I meant more. Also, of thinking like because in the book, I don't recall there just being a downed helicopter anywhere, which makes sense. No. But are we supposed to believe, even though they talk a bit about like, oh yeah, you know, spoiler alert, uh, the uh, pilot's fine for the most part. I have a lot short of one kneecap. <laughs> he's short one kneecap, and his right hand doesn't really work as well. But you know, he he's okay. Yeah. Uh, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, compared to the deceased bodies he was trying to get back home, he's doing pretty good. But- Oh, God. All right. So, 
we'll get <laughs> I just into want the to, like... contents of this discussion. Just sure. know that... Remember earlier in the movie we saw Henry fishing in the river? Yeah. And all was well? This was the same idea. A very hot day in late August. Camera pans to the river where Trapper, Hawkeye, and Duke are lying on their stomachs, naked or nearly so, on air mattresses. The heat from which they seek relief is obviously intense. Blah, 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 blah. So they're drinking. So they're just hanging out along the river or on air mattresses floating in the river. Broing out. Basically, <laughs> broing, broing out. out. And then they crashed a helicopter. I was trying to figure out if I could tell when it was because... Altman talks about it in his director's commentary, and he doesn't say which scene it crashed during, but it says that it was during filming, no one was hurt, but the two guys that were, you know, the patients on it had been made up to be patients, you know, with the bandages and all that stuff. They were thrown free from the crash, Jesus. and so they had to go get, you know, check. The on-site medic was just like, uh... They need to be checked by an actual hospital. They need to become actual <laughs> patients. They need yes. to be sure. We need to be sure that they are okay because they seemed fine, but this person obviously didn't want to be responsible if they were just missing something. Here's the problem. They alerted the hospital that there had been a crash and that people were being sent. And then in walk these people with bloody bandages all over them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. said a nurse fainted when they came in. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did a nurse faint? I don't know. Altman can sometimes have a little bit of a storyteller's instinct for these things. But I do love the idea of, like, these... Two guys, you know, limping into the ER, basically, trailing their bloody bandages. And all it is is, you know, they're kind of like bruised and you want to make sure they don't have a concussion. (laughs) So, yeah, that is the true story of a helicopter that really did crash and everyone was okay. (laughs) Now, in the movie, they're okay because they're already dead. (laughs) Right. I'm just so confused. Like, oh, the pilot's fine. Took off a kneecap? What does that even mean? That sounds, I mean... It can't be Well, mm. they don't seem to have a lot of, like, these helicopters have a whole lot to them. So I could see it being pretty easy to maybe have your knee scraped to the nth degree. Yeah. It just gets, like, sheared off. Yeah, you are sheared off or it's so, like, broken up into so many pieces or something that... Oh. It's painful, regardless. <laughs> he lost function in his right hand. But he's great. But he's great. <laughs> He's I not mean, again, helicopter. you're alive. He, you know, he got to go home. He yeah, got to go home. He's alive. And I'm sure when you're seeing death on a particular basis, that's probably looking pretty good, right? Like, he walked away. I actually wonder if it helps that there's almost nothing to these helicopters where, like, you can't... And obviously, it wasn't, like, some crazy out-of-control... Cra- like, yes, it crashed. That's never good. But, like I said, these two guys that were on the sides were able to kind of, like, fall slash uh, jump away from the worst of it and the pilot was okay it reminded me of i just watched an episode of the grand tour and i wanted to give megan a chance to geek <gasps> out i love those guys slash yeah they drive yeah, me nuts I but i like, love them <sighs> who's the lead guy clarkson also known as jezza <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's really good he's really good at putting his foot in his mouth hence why they're not on the bbc anymore oops i mean that's not lying <laughs> Well, I really liked he was going across a 
rickety bridge that specifically said no cars allowed. Oh, yes, and I know what episode you're talking about now. Okay, yes. Jeeps across, or <laughs> off-road vehicles. I think only one was a Jeep. And as he was getting ready to do it and being like, I don't know that this is a good idea. He's like, seatbelt on or off? And then he goes, off. Because... What difference will it make? <laughs> <laughs> Basically saying, if I fall off this bridge into a gorge, having my seatbelt on it or off is not going to make a difference. No. And like, <laughs> it made me think when you said like, oh, there's almost nothing to these helicopters. Is that kind of like, well, it's easier to jump away yeah, it's from true. It's kind of easier to jump out, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because um, so there's Clarkson and then there's James May, who um, often wears a dad's RB t-shirt. He's been known to wear one. He's my favorite because he's the he mellow is, one. <laughs> well, he's my favorite too because I think he usually wears a lot of Liberty t- like shirts, which are like those very, it's the British brand that's known for their floral prints. Mm-hmm. And now he's my husband dorks. and I, he's totally adorbs, right? Like he's so anal retentive in his own James May way and he's great but then i'm blanking on the short guy hammond hammond, hammond has That's almost I, gotten I killed james is my favorite but i do love hammond and well his hammond crazy has almost energy. gotten himself killed two or three oh. maybe four times now on the show yeah like legit production worried that <laughs> he had just died on camera Oh, uh, the last crash. time, yes, he was in this electric supercar and he was going up a hill in this race in Switzerland where everyone goes up the hill and that's part of the races. See how quickly you can get up this mountain, essentially. And he lost control of the car and um, the batteries caught on fire and he literally almost died. Like he, I think he barely got out of the car in time and he had multiple broken bones and yeah. And that supposedly has all the safety systems in the world, but, you know, he still managed to... Yeah, well, that's... As they're going across this bridge, I'm like, well, it must be okay. Because as much as they try and make it look like it's just these three guys off in the wilderness, you know that's not true. Like, it's not entirely true, because there's a whole film crew at there. Most, there's a camera crew. There's a camera <laughs> crew for starters. Crew. Someone is filming all this. Someone has insured this. Yeah. Someone has insured this. I'm sure Hammond's not cheap to insure anymore, is my <laughs> guess. But like... Hammond is the Lindsay Lohan of the <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Right? Um, actually, I, I read on Twitter that his wife said that if he he's not allowed to almost die again. Like, if he's going to do something that stupid, she's going to, like, not let him do the show anymore. Oh, I thought Don't you meant, like, stupid, like, if you're going to get that close, you might as well just go all the way because I can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Glass half full, glass half You might empty. as well just not come home at all. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because he also, there was, like, earlier on in an episode of when it was um, Top Gear, when they were on Top Gear, um, he was trying to break a, I think it was a speed record, and that car also crashed, and he ended up in the hospital, and they didn't know if he would walk again, I believe. I mean, it was that bad. So, he's also got, like, apparently nine lives, and, you know, like, angels on his side. He's a cat. (laughs) He's a cat. He has gotten, he received my allotment of luck. Yeah, he also lives in Wales, and they give him a lot of crap for that. He, like, always has some kind of, like, farming equipment. He also loves American cars a little too much, I think. And, like, pickup trucks. <laughs> God, him and pickup trucks. It just cracks me up. Yeah, I love that show. It's really good, and I know it's one of Megan's favorites, so I was very excited that I had a legitimate reason to bring, <laughs> to bring it, it up. <laughs> but now I'm thinking, I was like, oh, I wonder if these translate. 
I wonder if Clarkson is the Hawkeye, James May is the Trapper, and Hammond is the Duke, because I'm getting some real Duke-Hammond energy crossover. Yeah, I don't don't know. In some ways, I'd want to say Hammond strikes me. I mean, I know they obviously play up certain personality traits and edit things certain ways, obviously. But sometimes I feel like Hammond would be Hawkeye. And Clarkson, because Clarkson, like, listen, he's like, there's at one point where I know way too much about these guys. Where like at one point he was getting divorced from his wife, but not everyone was entirely sure if they were just separated or getting divorced because you know the British pa- pa- uh, paparazzi. Wow. And they they were caught. He was caught with his mistress on James May's yacht, <laughs> <laughs> which I was like, James May has a yacht. Say what? <laughs> And, you know, he's kind of, you know, and he's always making comments about, you know, certain women. And so I feel like he's kind of the, like, I'm the womanizer of the three of them. And I feel like he fits into Duke a little bit better in that sense. But he is very crap, like, you know, kind of shifty. There's a smoothness to Clarkson that I don't That goes with Hawkeye. Right, that you don't get on Duke. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, Liz is being introduced <laughs> to these guys outside of the OR. So this is them in their downtime. Mm. It's not better. <laughs> it's, it's not better. It's maybe worse. You're, you're talking about the acting, right? Because it's not great either. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I actually have the note for this minute that these guys are very good at playing drunk friends. <laughs> oh, they definitely sounded like they were trying to remember their lines to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, see. Maybe that's because I knew you had a had an attraction. <laughs> oh, I like I like this like competing theory. This feels like a listener's poll in the making. <laughs> Ooh. How much of this is on purpose as a character choice, and how much of this is them not knowing their lines? It could be both. <laughs> is that real beer they're drinking, or is it well, not? <laughs> Duke once or again does his, does his beard like delivering a line mid burp. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's got that I, whole bottle I'm of partial <laughs> of scotch or something there. Oh, did I write down? I mean, he's got he's got that like martini looking like cocktail like a, shaker yeah, flask. Yeah, it's like a shaker flask combo, right? <laughs> and then at one point, maybe it's this minute or it's the next minute, he has like a bottle of what might be scotch or whiskey or something. Yeah, whiskey seems to be their choice. <laughs> their choice. Get it? It's it's PBR and <laughs> yes. <laughs> PBR and whiskey. PBR and whiskey. Welcome to MASH. Because nothing says frat boy bro quite like cheap beer and booze. I was just about to ask if we should get some PBR and whiskey for our finale, but I guess I will tuck that idea back in my pocket. (laughs) I mean, I thought that's, I think that sounds like a great idea. (laughs) That's probably a great idea. I get really excited now if I go to a bar and they have a draft handle for PBR. I don't buy it, but I'm excited. (laughs) I'm happy to see it. (laughs) I am happy to see it. And then I usually take a picture and put it on our Instagram. (laughs) So... Once they're done talking about this pilot who's fine. Who's great. Quote, unquote. (laughs) They talk about... It's an awkward transition to what they're going to talk about. Yeah, it sure is. Mm. That feels like a very Altman not thought out thing. It was was also... Like, they're fine. Hey, let's talk about Hot Lips again. (laughs) You know what? You're right. It is an awkward Altman thing because... Obviously, there's no helicopter crash in the script, so it just is. It starts with Duke being like, "What color was her hair? Black, shiny black." So I guess Trapper got some, or just admired some. 
I, I mean, we can hope. We can hope it's that. Maybe <laughs> it's probably not, but it's probably not. It could be both. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's them sitting around. Actually, it starts with Trapper talking about a girl. Oh, it's definitely someone he got with. She had this shiny black hair piled up on her head, but later on she let it hang loose, and I'll be damned if it didn't come all the way down to her ass. Mm. Oh, dear Duke, no! He says pussy in the script. Ugh. Oh, I guess that's, yeah. But he talks about... About his wife? Alright, alright, I'm just gonna read the line and you tell me if this is better or worse. (laughs) Duke says, I've always had a hankering for blonde pussy myself. My wife's hair is a wonderful golden yellow and this time of year it gets even lighter. So that's kind of sweet. He pays attention? Question mark? (laughs) Apparently to that. And Hawkeye's response, I guess that's why you go for hot lips, Houlihan. You know Uh. I damn well nearly puke when I look at her, so... Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Well, that was nice. It didn't make it into the actual. <laughs> <laughs> now, this movie did originally get an X rating. <laughs> Shocking! The you had don't to go say. Do some negotiating. <laughs> do some negotiating. Uh, <laughs> you okay there? Oh boy. Yeah, I was just thinking like they could have cut a certain infamous scene that's about to come up, but sure, you know that's good to cut too. Yeah. <laughs> The infamous scene being set up by this whole conversation. Yes. Hey, real glad I'm not going to be around for that one. (laughs) Yay! You're welcome, Shrug. Thank you, scheduling genie. (laughs) (laughs) So I I do like that in the script, it's Duke reminiscing about how much he loves his wife back home, even though it's kind of gross. Or at least how much he likes banging her. Yeah. Even though he's not missing that part of his relationship at all over here, but, you know. (laughs) But I do love Hawkeyes. I knew it! Because that, again, that feels to me very real. Like, something that you yell at your friend when you finally text them out having a crush on someone. (laughs) I knew it! I'm not saying, like, the script isn't realistic for how friends talk. (laughs) I'm saying the delivery is questionable. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they're all, like, maybe they're all just, like, really dehydrated and they are, like, struggling with, like, what words are in general. They're just, like, mm. Maybe they've all been awake for too long. I suppose that's fair. And if they're in the hot sun and drinking, that's not going to help. Right. I suppose it's, it's possible that it's, you know, this is a really deep method actor. <laughs> they're all Portrayal. Drunk. Yeah. We'll, we'll get more in the next minute, but at the beginning, Duke throws down the gauntlet of saying that he bets Houlihan is not a real blonde. And I just want to point out that I learned a lot about women coloring their hair from Loretta Smith on the TV show and how they always had the joke about how she would touch up her roots with the bleach and she would ha- be trying to hide it. And I know Frank would come in and be like, oh, honey, did you get a cut on your head again? Because <laughs> she had out like the little swab and everything. She'd be like, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just not, that's just me. <laughs> like, oh, Frank. I mean, it's normal to learn about touching up your roots from a 70s sitcom that I mean, sure. went off the air before you were born, right? Sure. Questionable female role models. <laughs> 
So, yes, the television show is very explicit that Margaret is not a natural blonde. It is always played for laughs, and I am now realizing, as we record, that it is because of this scene and that implication. (sighs) And, yeah. Oh, dear. Bros suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. This is a very bro-y conversation. Yeah, this is bro culture to the max. Yeah, and those shorts don't do anything for Elliot Gould either. Like, are they paisley? (laughs) Like, at first I was like, oh, it's camo. And I'm like, there's no way that's camo. That's like a paisley. Those are silken boxer shorts. Right, so when our dads say that the 70s is the time that taste forgot, like, yep, exhibit A. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) (laughs) They all look ridiculous. They do. <laughs> but it worked. Like, I like that they all look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and I like that Bandini's in his own little, like, tub, tub. if you will, by the river. Like, it. he's so far away from everyone else, and yet he was like, hey, he what's up? Shout. <laughs> yeah, it's a shout. That's, again, it feels real. Like, it feels like this is a bunch of guys, hot, the only place where they can get any relief. Yeah, and they're just, yeah, no, I, like, I, I still, the... Hanging out in their boxers <laughs> with a dog and PBR. Like, right, I mean, Actually, you know. I think that's a Budweiser. Yeah, that I was like a bud to me. Right, but Trapper clearly has a PBR, though. Hawkeye's cheating on their brand. Well, I don't know. Maybe Dalton Sutherland doesn't like the PBR. He got sick of it. I don't know. Got sick of it. <laughs> oh, that also did just... not get delivered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is? It's jealousy. Because I'm looking at Hawkeye. He's lying on an inflatable mattress. They're all hanging out, talking stupid crap about each other, having a beer, playing with a dog. It's jealousy. That's why I like this scene. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) You just want to be there? You want to go to there? Pretty much, which is awful because nothing in this movie should be I want to go to there. (laughs) But hanging out by a river talking crap about your friends. Bandini in his bathtub. <laughs> Young Tom Skerritt in short shorts. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I love how many of these guys are in their underwear, but also their boots. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because if you it's... have to get up and step somewhere, you don't want to be barefoot. Obviously. This is very rocky terrain. Oh, Merhart looks 12, but that's okay. <laughs> oh my god, and Bandini's legs are so pale compared to the rest of him. <laughs> My dad did road construction, when I, and when I was growing up, his legs were, like, white as the driven snow. And the rest of him, like, his arms and his face were so dark. It was ridiculously hilarious. Sorry. I'm getting too relaxed, obviously. <laughs> it's all good. Well, I feel like I have just gone around in circles on this minute. I can't decide what I feel. <laughs> I think we all know that you feel like you want to be by a river, drinking some booze, some brewskis, and, you know, just bro it out with your home bros. I don't think I want to be a bro. Well, you know, your mileage may vary with the actual home bros. Like, you know, that's like a loose term. That's fair, because I'm now thinking, like, that's what I liked about the movies by Minutes Meetup in Portland so much, is the nights where it's just like, I'm just going to lean against this kitchen counter, and we're going to talk about movies for four, the next four hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and start. <laughs> and I literally did hang out with my homebros, because I had 
a house with just four bros and we would sit outside on the patio and drink beers and I don't know that we really talked about movies that much. Well, at some point at our house, you did, because my first experience of the trailer for The Mandalorian was you guys watching it and just yelling things that you saw on screen. <laughs> yeah, it's just words. And that's all I need to know. It was glorious. Words and phrases. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I get why I related to Hawkeye. I was the one who took my beer, well, and, or my gin and tonic, and went in a corner and made friends with the cat that lived in the hangar. <laughs> <laughs> that was my contribution to the evening. I befriended the local animals. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Liz and I got to meet in Portland because since we both do Movies by Minute podcasts, there is an annual meetup for Movies by Minute podcasters and their listeners. And we tried to recruit random people that we ran into Portland before the event that weekend. <laughs> I, I don't know how successful we were. I wasn't really paying attention, but I distinctly remember telling the guy in the liquor store that he should come by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's open to fans. When I registered for Movies by Minutes Denver in 2018, I was just a listener. I had not done, I had no plans for doing a podcast. And by the time I got there, I was getting ready to release my show. Woohoo! We still have to get Megan out to one, but we're working on it. We're working on it. What was the show that you were ready to release? Mean Girls Minute. That was a. That was a rush job because we wanted to have the October 3rd episode come out on October 3rd. Oh, oh. smart. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, that's how I felt about it all through releasing the show. <laughs> yeah, smart. Should I say clever instead? Clever. It was smart <laughs> to do this to myself. <laughs> We don't question our crazy schedules. And I, I do want to thank our listeners for putting up with Megan and I needing to take a quick break there to relax and decompress and come back refreshed to get through to the end of this movie. <laughs> we're going to do it. We're going to get there. <laughs> we are. And we're very grateful for everyone who's along for the ride, both our listeners and our fabulous guests like Liz. And you have a new podcast you're working on. I know because I watched you and George play the newly pod get is that what the newly pod game and get robbed. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. We were robbed. It's like the newlywed game, but with podcast co-hosts. <laughs> you guys were on a roll though, and it was like, wait, have you even done anything together yet? <laughs> uh, not well. We not for that show. No. The, the magic of friendship. Yeah, exactly. Quite far. The we the magic of bonding over shared library accounts. <laughs> We're very big fans of libraries here, so we will encourage everyone to use your local library, make friends talking about library books. It's all good. It's all good. It's much better to sit around discussing what the latest books you've read than what color pubic hair your coworkers might have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag too much info. (laughs) (laughs) And a friendship built on library books can span or, you know, can bridge the gap of not meeting in person for like the first six months and then, you know, only getting to see each other once or twice a year. Yeah. The magic of the internet. It's a beautiful thing. The magic of books. Well, MASH was originally a book. You could check your local library and see if it's there. I think the audiobook version, um, if you can get your hands on it, is fabulous. Okay. It's, well, it's really, really well done. So well, there you go. We've, 
We Guidance are currently for looking for a new, an, our next book. We've run out because oh. we also listen together. It's very much not a sci-fi tome, though. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, we no. listen to, uh, is it a series of books? Well, there are terrible sequels. Yeah, mm. I, I recommend just sticking with the first one, maybe. <laughs> and it then unless you're like, like a super fan, then maybe. It looks like my library has the ebook. Let's check the Denver Public Library. Dear listeners, she's not in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, while she is looking for the book in her local library, Megan, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find a library of information about Mash Minute? You go to mashminute.com or we're also Mash Minute on Twitter and the Instagram. And if you want to give us feedback on this podcast, or we have a lot of people who post some cool MASH stuff. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but someone posted a picture of Prince Charles visiting the MASH set <laughs> with the TV show MASH set, I should clarify I that. I almost made the joke on that photo, Megan, are you pregnant just from looking at this? And then I <laughs> held it back because I was like, first off, First off, like... I've never seen the sex appeal of Charles. Just just no, not my cup of tea. And uh, <laughs> But Tyranny and I are big fans of the British royal family in particular, so that was like the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> But again, don't really see what anyone saw in Charles besides that he had money and you could maybe be consort someday. <laughs> Minor details. Uh, but you can go visit us on Facebook at the Post Ep Listeners Ward. Get it? Get it? It's like we post up. <laughs> but, but, but it's post episode. Yeah. So that's where you can find us tossing out questions to our listeners. Having someone who actually knows about the military correct us <laughs> right. when like, it's wrong. Like, yeah, yeah, you didn't quite have it right. Here's and, the real deal. yes, <laughs> sharing any behind-the-scenes photos that you come across, they always make our day. So we will see you around there, and then we will come back tomorrow for the next minute. <laughs> Bye.